1: From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC universe. Greetings fans of the DC Universe, welcome to DC Movie News, your home for all the latest updates in Jared Leto's hairstyles. I'm Adam Gertler. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm Roxy
2: have. Stryer. Johnny
0: LaQuasto here, y'all.
1: I'm so upset, unfortunately uh, there's a lot of traffic on the 101 and our guest... Uh, uh, Nick Fundy, also known as <laughs> at Dick, uh, at Dick Fundy, can't be here. Nick Mundy <laughs> I, All I want to say is oh, I can't believe the whole debate last week, and I never once said to him, "Poor Dick Fundy, born on a Monday, Solomon Grundy." You know, like
2: it was right there in front of my face. That's what was wrong with it for sure. Oh. That would have saved everything.
0: And <laughs> yeah. in, in your defense, it was tough to get a word in. So is it is that what it's like in the world of wrestling, Johnny? As far as just arguing, just yeah, as far as yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, his his he does a lot of film fights, and so he's so used to battling people. I don't think he realized, and he felt bad. I don't think he realized that this was going to be more of a, a discussion. But the vitriol that that our viewers and listeners get, <laughs> I was shocked. And you know what? I thought it was fine because I like talking to people that have differing opinions. I thought it me. was fun, too. I thought it
2: was great. I'm surprised you said he felt bad because I think he has nothing to feel bad about. He was awesome. He Agreed. has his own opinions. Yeah. This is DC Movie News where we get to talk about DC. We get to stand up for it. We get to dis on it. We get to do whatever we want about DC. Yeah, and yeah. guys,
1: we got more dislikes on that episode than any others, but we also got more views in a week.
2: <laughs> the Twitter jumped up,
0: man. And look, I and I understand if people disagree with him, and that's perfectly fine. People might disagree with us sometimes, but you know, the beauty of life is you come across people that sometimes you get along with them, sometimes you don't. Bottom line is if you have an opinion, I respect that. I'll yeah. argue. There are times where I was yelling at him back and forth. Yeah. And that was fun for me. You know what I mean?
1: So Was
2: it fundy for you? It was, was fundy. I had a good
1: time. I really thought it was good. And, and we're going to continue to have different guests on the show. Uh, people like Andrew the Sizzler Kistler. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike Kalinowski, who a lot of people like. And we're just going to keep that going. You know, we, we have a lot of time to cover before we start to get movies rolling out. So there's a lot of time for debate. before we jump into the official news, we didn't put this in the rundown, but, but we were talking about the fact, um, you know, Marvel, uh, 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 there's strong rumors uh, led by James Gunn, who, you know, pretty much out and out said it in a Twitter interview that Marvel was not going to be a Comic Con this year. And usually the, on the Saturday of Comic Con, it's like Hall H, it's Warner Brothers, and it's Marvel. People are camping out all night. Does this radically change Comic Con? Is, like, San Diego going to be able to be uh, milled about, like, less crowded this year? What does
0: it mean? It ain't going to be less crowded. Because you know, a year ahead of time, people are already you know planning the whole event.
2: Uh, yeah, y- if you were online when they told you to be online, you still couldn't get tickets this year. It have, I couldn't like, get completely tickets. Completely yeah. sold out. Uh, you know, I just am wondering what kind of a play is this? Like, I, I don't know what what's this move? I think is it a that, slur?
1: Well, no, it's you know, Ultron is their big movie. Ultron comes out in May. Ant Man does come out like the week after Comic Con. Yeah, but so it's very quick. But what? But. They also did the big event at El Capitan Theater, which I was at. We're talking about Marvel El Studios Capitan. now. Um, And here's the thing. Like, they had the cast of Ant-Man there. They had the cast of Avengers there. Can you think about the logistical nightmare of getting all those people, some of whom are currently filming movies, yeah. getting them off the set, Getting them to San Diego, hiding them, getting them on these panels. It's
2: like kind of an, yeah. kind of an S show. It's, you know, it's Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, I understand that, but I don't think it's any kind of power play. I just think it's the fact that they have a lot going on and people are going to see the films anyway. Now, it's, it's upsetting for the fans because they would love to see the stars there. But at the same time, this really paves the way for DC to do something amazing. Thank you. Now, so, let's bring
1: it back to DC, what we're here to talk about. I expect DC is going to have a lot to show this year. I think we're yeah. going to see stuff from Batman v Super. Superman and Suicide Squad. Agreed.
2: Oh my god, it's completely DC's year. And if anything, I think Marvel maybe got a little scared because we have so much to show this year. I would year. love to
0: see him drop something animated too. That'd be really cool. Who at Comic Con? DC. Oh wow. Well, Which maybe get... a tease or something. Something to, to add to the whole.
1: Well, they've been keeping up like to two or three animated films a year. We'll talk yeah. a little bit more about their next animated coming uh, animated film coming up. Um, we have a great hot rumor from yesterday. El Mayimbe, the scoop master supreme from Latino Review. Uh, a couple of days ago started posting. uh, He said he was going to conduct a social experiment on Instagram and drop DC News every day. The first thing that I saw was this rumor that Chris Pine... The most recent Captain Kirk is being pursued as Hal Jordan.
0: Yeah.
2: Green Lantern. Guys. It, I think it's perfect. I think it is so perfect. I know that there are mixed opinions out there. This picture actually helped me believe that it's perfect. I though. hate
0: the fact that he is that handsome. It's really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> really annoying. I heard that up close he doesn't
1: have the best skin. Shut up, dude. (laughs) You're making it up. You're making it all up. Whether it's true or not, who cares? Start that rumor. (laughs) Um, Now, here's the thing. I've often said that I wanted them to move on from just another Hal Jordan movie. If this is true, I don't think it's going to be a Hal Jordan solo movie. I think we're going to get that buddy cop movie that I'm really craving. I think Because the thing about Pine is kind of like Ryan Reynolds, maybe not quite as silly. He's funny. He brought, brought a lot of humor to Captain Kirk. The, the whole beginning <laughs> of that first Star Trek. He's in horrible, movies, amazing. horrible what, what you, you look like you got a cataway the canary. You no, know, it's
2: just, I've mentioned this movie so many times on the show that people are going to start thinking it's my favorite movie, but if you guys remember, I was talking about This Means War when no, we were of course, talking about Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. And obviously, Chris Pine was the counterpart in that movie, and he was so funny and yeah. good, and like, I just... I think he's awesome. Well, don't and forget,
0: horrible bosses too. Yeah, no,
2: absolutely. So not
0: two just, per se. Horrible bosses. Yeah, as well. Also, oh, oh, oh. Yes. yes. Horrible bosses too. Sucks.
2: So. <laughs> but that was horrible bosses was a good movie, yes. and he was good in a good movie. Just but this, being good in a not good movie is a whole different level of elevation that I feel like absolutely. he brought.
0: I, I think doing a solo film is a mistake because look, 2011 we had the atrocity that was right. Green Lantern. I feel like, it, do something different. So
1: I think we're going to see uh, either a Green Lantern core film or uh, a, a buddy cop film that we said to, takes place in outer space. If you're playing off of, uh, of uh, a, a Pine's humor as Hal Jordan, then I think it opens up the opportunity to get Sort of that more stoic, more serious John Stewart character yeah. in there. I want to see that classic, you know, um, g- you know, two cops. I want to s- basically what I'm asking for is Lethal Weapon in space. Is that too oh, much to man, ask for? Are you me? To go back to the days of Lethal Weapon? I'm getting too old for this stuff. Come on! I am not getting too old for that. Shit. <laughs> Make
0: it happen. <laughs> and besides, he already played Captain Kirk. He's used to fighting in space. Yeah,
1: I, I, I really hope this is true, and I hope uh, I hope the John Stewart stuff is true. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Let us know. Um, uh, 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 as we uh, alluded to in the past couple of weeks, Joel Kinnaman, uh, what did, what did uh, Mundy Fundy call him? Bad Robocop? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Uh, uh, he's officially official. Yes. So Joel Kinnaman is officially Rick Flagg. I I don't dislike Joel Kinnaman at all. I thought he was fine in Robocop. I haven't seen uh, the TV show that he does that he gets a lot of praise for. Do you know what's wrong no, with uh,
2: uh, okay. Not The Bridge,
1: The Fall, no, The Americans, it's the, fall. It's, um, the New the Zealanders. Kill. The, killing. <laughs> the Killing. The Killing. That's Oh my
2: god, when you throw me TV questions and I get flustered, you know it's a, it's know. a bad time Foxy for me. I was
0: panicking.
1: Okay. I panicked. So, this is official. I'm moving on. I'm over Tom Hardy. I'm excited. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good for this guy's career. Here's a couple of quotes that Kinnaman had to say about the film. David, he's cool, talking about David Ayer. I think you're afraid when you go into a big superhero movie. He cool. He did RoboCop. <laughs> he cool. Uh, that it's gonna be just kind of action, and you're not going to get, get to the bottom with the characters. He added. Uh, but he's Going to be able to do both. Again, talking about David. Really give it depth and scale. He continued. All the conversations have been like, wow, we're really going there. It's fun. So, particularly that last comment, what do you think he could be talking about in terms of uh, tone like, I for just the,
0: the film? I just think that Rick Flagg's gonna have some levels to it. Because if you look at the character Rick Flagg, he's got a roller coaster of a life and a roller coaster of a personality. You need a guy, in my, in my opinion, if you're gonna be the quote leader, I want to see. A lot of darkness. I also want to see your past. I, yeah, and I want—I want to see the relationship with Amanda Waller. So. They must have a lot of confidence in Kinnaman as an actor, I guess.
2: It's really hard when you think about the quote, you're really go- going there. Because there could mean like in this, to this very funny, obscure space, or it could mean into this very dark, twisted. Based on the fact that this is Suicide Squad, you would have to think they're going to go really dark and twisted in a way that he wouldn't assume a PG-13 Suicide Squad movie would be able to go. And
1: that's really what I'm hoping that he's talking about. Where this is The Suicide Squad is supposed to be, even though there are protagonists, are uh, ostensibly the good guys for the film, they're still still the bad guys. Yes, um, They're going to be going up against worse guys. But Rick Flagg is the kind of the guy that
0: has to corral this team. He does, but he's also very mentally unstable. So you have to have those levels as an actor. Which, Not easy to do. Tom Hardy... Would have been able to do it. Which will be really
1: interesting to see how far they go there. So if that's what they're talking about with his instability, it's very exciting.
0: Judging by his quote going, oh, we're going there? That means
1: there's going to be something. But I have to say, I have to say, this is not me being negative. It really does make me lament the fact that Tom Hardy's not going to be playing that role. You know, it is what it is. Because I love the Hardy, and I would love to see what he did with that role.
2: When we do say officially official, going back to when you said, is that 100% because... wasn't Tom Hardy officially official?
1: Yes, but that's different. That's, that's dropping
2: out. Yeah, but... You can so be official and drop You can be officially out. official it's and then not official anymore. Joe, that's
1: rare. Kinnaman ain't dropping out of this. It was more, I think, just that this was a strong, hard rumor that became official. Like, okay. he's confirmed. Kind of like... The uh, Viola, Viola Davis kind of yeah. thing.
0: This, okay. this role is a career maker, whereas Tom Hardy, I mean, I'm not, he's not above suicide. Exactly. Story, this could be like on. Hugh Jackman also- and
1: the guy from Mission Impossible too, where Hugh Jackman came in from behind uh, and did Wolverine. And you saw how that worked out. And I can't yeah. even think of the name of the guy he replaced.
0: And Kinnaman, apparently, he's getting good reviews from Run All, uh, Run All Night as well. Yeah. Yes. What were you about to uh,
2: say, Roxy? He probably read the script. I mean, by probably, definitely was able to read the script before accepting this, and we know Hardy was not, so he, I doubt he would drop too.
1: Now, getting back to El Mayimbe, another scoop that he dropped about Suicide Squad was the real threat of the film. Uh, a character called, what was it, Orphum, who leads a terrorist squad called yes. Onslaught. So this, what I like about this, I'll just tell you, if we really want to see our bad guys be bad guys they're the suicide squad but have them pairing up against a terrorist organization see here's the thing you know, you always think about, like, what would unify us all globally? Like, what would unify enemies? Right. And you always say, like, oh, Aliens. an alien threat. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of your enemies are friends. That's the kind of dynamic I want to see with Suicide Squad. Like, on 9-11, everybody in this country was on the same page. And with right.
0: Onslaught, they're going to have that opportunity to do that. Because they do everything for their own agenda. And right. they are a flat-out awful group the idea of a terrorist
1: organization has such a stigma and is so relevant to basically all the criminality in the world today i'm talking about isis al-qaeda basically all the threats of the past 20 years have been terrorist threats yeah. so compared to criminals you know drug criminals uh, uh, uh thieves you know uh you know just you know uh, run run of the mill crooks all of a sudden, we can, as an audience, see them as our heroes for the film. And it they,
2: humanizes the film, too, in a way that like Dark Knight kind of did, where you bring it into this world and you're showing people that this is just as if there were heroes in this world. We're not bringing in this outside force from millions of miles away. So I think And they've also
0: killed Suicide Squad members in the past, if they really want to go...
1: Yeah, and I think they will. Oh, I definitely think we'll see. And and I think for the Suicide Squad potentially moving forward as a franchise, I think this is an evolving team like the Avengers. I think Rick Flagg is the character that will be consistent, and I think Amanda Waller will be consistent. Mm -hmm. But, you know, characters like Deadshot. Also, what do you think about um, staying in the Suicide Squad? Uh, Another rumor is that...
0: Onslaught, though. Are you talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, Onslaught, a member of Onslaught, could be Deathstroke.
0: Well, they're also saying that uh, Ed Harris...
1: Right, that Ed Harris, who was rumored to be Rick Flagg Sr., could be the... Is, is it Orphan?
0: A- Antiphon.
1: Antiphon. Antiphon, Antiphon, I'm sorry. Yeah. He, which I don't know who that is He's or what a
0: burn that is. victim, he's got a prosthetic leg, and I actually saw a picture okay. of... I think it was a character Ed Harris has played in the past. He actually had part of his face burned. Like He looks like, if you look in the comics, Ed Harris looks like he'd be a perfect... Obviously right. he's older, but he looks like he'd be the perfect... So this could be
1: a swerve character. Character. Some people are even suspecting that this could be Rick Flagg Sr., Possibly in a, in a turnaround at the end of the film, we see a, a great reveal, and it's like you know Rick Flag's father is the ultimate bad guy, and then we really have a father and son going against each other. But then, what Just does that lead? Here. What
2: would that lead to, though? Because we're not going to have. Uh, Suicide Squad 2, we're not gonna, like, what...
1: What do you mean, what would it lead to? Like,
2: if the end is some big reveal, then does it just drop off like that? Not that sort of the end, on?
1: And, but maybe going into the third act. Oh. Then we realize, you know, your enemy is revealed. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just speculating. Or it could be the end. It could be the epilogue. After we've defeated the threat, we find out that this guy, Antiphon, is in fact Rick Flag Sr., and it does set up a sequel because I I, I, I disagree. I think there will be a Suicide Squad 2. You do 2. think so? Oh, well, It depends on
0: who we lose and, and people.
1: I don't think any of these films they're not making with the thought that we they hope they warrant sequels. I don't think DC Warner Brothers is going for one shots.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see. What, I definitely see what you're saying. I'm just wondering if because it's not on the slate, when even are they going to have time to fit that in? Well, I guess in two years. From yeah. Then. Yeah.
1: After. Yeah
0: and, yeah. and people are bringing up a great point in chat roll. Um, I think you were going to bring it up next. Actually, the rumor of Deathstroke. Uh, Joe Manginello. Not just the casting, okay. just the fact that where is Deathstroke going to play in Suicide Squad? Is right. Onslaught going? Because Deathstroke is his own entity. Right. So are they? is, is Onslaught going to hire him? Is, is I doubt he's going to team up with Suicide Squad. Here's, Maybe he will.
1: Here's one of the rumors that's going around now, is that Deathstroke, in this iteration, will not be a super-powered Deathstroke, as he has appeared sometimes in the comics, but he will be a member of this Onslaught terrorist organization which would be really interesting to play opposite uh will smith's character you know we would see deathstroke and deadshot going uh, against each other i always got them confused in the comics anyway so
2: it would be very different than what we saw i'm guessing in the comics like you said but also in arrow when right we saw deathstroke, Where they're so. kind of
1: like on the same team yeah. Right? yeah
2: yeah so i'm wondering if they would be Although able to- it, it,
1: on arrow was uh deathstroke who manu bennett played was he ever on the same team
2: yeah. I th- was he on the Suicide Squad? He's on his own team, but right. yeah, he, he, I think he was. He did do a mission for Suicide Squad. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I i believe that that was true. I
1: I'm not sure. I will say, though, I thought Manu Bennett on Arrow played that character amazingly well. And I, I think he's just as good an actor as Joe Manganiello as well. And they both came from successful, ultra-violent cable uh, TV shows. we well, Manu- made
2: it very clear we're not crossing over in any ways, though. So oh, like, definitely. So we couldn't have pulled him. We couldn't have pulled him. Well, While we're talking about Deathstroke and
0: Onslaught, that begs the question if they're all involved in Suicide Squad, I would think the role of the Joker is going to be rather small.
1: I I would tend to agree. I mean, that's what I've said the whole time. I, I really hope this isn't the Joker's film. No, I hope that, it I, you know. No. I, I'm hoping that the Joker is such a massive character in the in the DC universe that he's slowly established through a couple of films, as we're seeing with Thanos in the Marvel films. Like the Joker has
0: got to be a slow burn. So and, and also DC saying we want to introduce characters. Everyone knows the Joker, so I think they really want to use Suicide Squad. To, you know, what's really wild
1: too that I was thinking about. There have been seven Batman films, and in none of those films has Batman coexisted with other superpowered individuals in the DC Universe. Am I wrong? I mean, so this is the first time we're going to see a Batman on film who deals with a lot of supernatural elements and a lot of superpowered beings. So mm. it's a it's a huge kind of leap for uh, cinematic Batman. Yeah.
2: As the biggest Batman fan here, though, how does that make you feel? Like is it something you'd be excited for? or When you say we haven't seen it, it makes because me a you little nervous. I,
1: and I'm telling you, I'll, I'll be completely honest. It makes me a little nervous because what I always love about Batman is how his stories are isolated in his own world, yeah. and they always feel very Batman. What I don't like about a lot of the New 52 Batman stuff is that, you know, there's Superman showing up all the time. The Justice League's always there. It's great. They're kind of like infringing upon my one guy in Gotham kind of thing. And it's it's fine, but it, you're, you're seeing Batman in the comics now appearing in suits of armor a heck of a lot more. Like, there's this thing um, where you can be playing with the toy too much, right? Like... When, 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 and I know I'm going to sound like old Bat fan here, but like when Batman shows up in a suit of armor in Dark Knight Returns, uh, we never saw it before, and he goes against Superman, it's badass. Now it's like every other issue, Batman's in a different... Doing you the know, same thing. Doing a different suit. It just takes the power away. <laughs> it's
0: funny you mentioned that, because the new... Yeah, we'll get to that, well, we'll too, get yeah. to that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah.
1: Speaking of robo-Batman, coming Jeez. soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also, Carol Delavine, who's playing Enchantress in Suicide Squad, had the quote that it will blow people's brains out. Yeah. What do you take from that quote? What exactly, I mean, what exactly does that mean? I've
2: just never heard that expression before. Like blow your mind. Blow your mind. Yeah, uh, I guess even blow your brains would be one thing, but blow your.
0: <laughs> does she smile ever? She's got that model Is she getting method. What's going on with her? I
2: don't know. She's got. She's got like a really sexy, unique thing though. So we can't find fault. Look, oh, yeah. I'm not trust me. I'm not. Can I do my impression of her real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, please. that's really good is that blue steel I thought we
2: I thought there were going to be words involved it's just a look that's the Enchantress it's her in every picture
0: she tweets or Instagram
1: the Suicide Squad movie will blow people's brains out I just think that's a bad choice of words given like what happened on the day that Dark Knight Rises opened it kind of just like brings me back there for some reason I don't know why my mind's going there but it's like I don't know well,
2: was, was anybody kind of? That's a, not
1: an expression. It will blow people's brains, brains out.
2: It'll blow your brains out. And was anybody thinking that this was offensive in any way? Like when she says "blow your brains out" literally, and then talking about just like what's happened in films think, recently. Yeah, I don't think you
0: can take anything a model slash actress says that literally. I mean, on a tweet. When, she, when the tweet think? ends with literally, think?
1: was she being deliberately? Uh, d- um, you know, um,
0: maybe she's hyperbolic, it's, or maybe it's does in, she just not know the expression? She's saying it's in three D. I don't. No. Oh, okay. That's fine. Some yeah. people's brains will be blown that's, out that's in three days. Spend much time with what Cara Delevingne's trying
2: to. That know. makes perfect Wait, sense. Going. Uh, I just have to. Uh, sure. People in the chat are saying that Deathstroke wasn't involved at all with Suicide Squad no, and, I don't think and, so. and Arrow. So, I don't think so, but Deadshot was. So yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Dead, Deadshot. And was and not, I, I thought so. so. I didn't yeah, want
1: yeah. to contradict the TV girl.
2: No, no, no. But you're right, and um, I'm remembering Deadshot was. Stroke wasn't. There's a really cool
1: interview with. We've talked before about the score of. Batman v Superman, Hans Zimmer doing the score, and how he is giving the uh, specifically the Batman scoring duties to Junkie XL, who he's worked with on Man of Steel. There's a great long 45-minute interview with Junkie XL that's online right now. I think it's from Collider. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he talks about Mad Max, which he's doing the music to. I guess this run all night that he did the the soundtrack to or the score to. Um, He doesn't say much because he's very guarded. But what he does say um, is that basically Zack Snyder's, what Zack Snyder's direction has been is just to think of the hugeness, the largeness, the majesty of these characters and how they are bigger than any director, any actor, and to go there. And also, um, when asked about his future projects, he was very hush-hush.
2: Yeah, he was hush-hush about that and hush-hush about how long he's working on this for and when it does something else. But my favorite thing that he said was that he would do this for free.
1: Right, and exactly. I
2: loved that. He's
1: like lo- an old middle aged European guy. You think yeah. Junkie XL, I mean, you think he's like a 17 year old DJ, right? He was
2: like, I shouldn't say that, and my agent's going to get pissed at me, but honestly, this is the dream. I would do this part for free. I
0: think that was so cool. Any of us would. I think any of us oh, yeah. in chat role or sitting right here would be in any of those movies for free as long as we get like a or cool work poster. On them. Can yeah. I make a bold prediction right now?
1: I yes. think you can. I'm predicting that Junkie XL is doing the Suicide Squad score.
2: Hmm. That's I, I that's, mean, that's fine. Wow. Well, I think why is it fine?
1: Hans Zimmer has said that he's going to be working on the themes for some of these other films. I think you the think two that's of why them it's harsh, harsh? I think the two of them are going to be kind of like the musical directors of the DC universe, particularly Hans Zimmer, but I think just the nature of Suicide Squad, if, and if you look at the the, the soundtrack that uh 300 Rise of the Empire," it's a lot of the, <laughs> these this very rocky kind of stuff. McFondy's
2: favorite movie. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I think I think that would be great too. I hope that's
0: true. By the way, our friends in chat roll have decoded the Cara Delevingne tweet. Uh, Amanda Waller puts bombs in Suicide Squad members' heads. To Thank explode. you. So blow your heads literally. Boom. I'm
1: Thank an you. idiot. Kara really? Delevingne, well, she... you are actually genius. Wonderful play on words. Good for
2: Kara. Good for Kara. So does that mean her character specifically?
0: Maybe. It's just going like to be like a funny running gag. Like, people's heads are going to get blown out. Yeah, she's not going to blow up Enchantress. She's pissed because she doesn't right? make it off page six? I don't
2: oh, know. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's where she puts the bombs, though. I feel like usually it's like a chip under your skin. No, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's under people's oh, head. Yeah. He- under the head. That's
1: what
0: we've seen, you it's know, at least Blow your brains out. That, that is, is really, really funny. funny.
2: I think I would just stay in prison.
1: I all of a sudden love her now. Yeah. Okay. That's
2: all it takes from Adam Gertler. Yeah,
1: that's it. I mean, so, uh,. Junky XL, I'm excited to see what what he's going to be doing. Um, he's got a
0: pretty awesome DJ name.
1: I, I, I feel yeah. like that we have a lot to get to, guys. I feel like that's movie news. Now we're moving on to some TV stuff. TV What's what it looks like? I think yeah. It's uh, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Supergirl. We have images of Supergirl, y'all.
0: Very uh, um, classic.
1: Very classic, and also our our favorite um, DC movie news poster maker extraordinaire Brendan Drapeau uh recently of the Fantastic Justice League poster has also put together a great little supergirl poster. Check that out.
2: They all of the ways that she looked, for better or for worse, look identical to all of the fan-made costumes when she was originally announced. You know, all, yeah. all over the place, people were posting, like, oh my god, Supergirl, and making little Photoshop images, and they all look exactly like this. So, so what do you
1: think? What do you think of the the costume overall? Uh,
2: you know, I I think if they're going for a classic look, they hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, no
1: yellow in the suit and the S?
2: There is no yellow. It's a more subdued red. Um, I think she looks good. I think that I I just have a little bit of issue with her being mousy, but you guys know how I feel about mice.
1: Brandon, is that Tom Welling as Superman in the background? Who is your, uh, Superman? Just let me know. Hmm. Tweet that at me. I felt like I, I was trying to make it out. I couldn't tell. I didn't All, think it was cavil. Also, maybe it was the well.
0: uh, the outfit, where the the superhero costume, if you will, was designed by three-time Oscar winner Colleen Atwood, and her exact quote was, "I wanted to embrace the past, but more importantly, thrust her into the street style action hero of today." So there you go.
2: Street style. I Street style. I actually. love the fact that they're fully by. going
1: for it, that they're not trying to come up with like a real fancy, you know, uh, different take on Supergirl, that they're straight up going for a Supergirl costume. That's what I want to see in Supergirl.
2: This is what Langley Neely says in the chat. I hate saying this, but she looks like a fan at Comic-Con, not Supergirl. <laughs> huh. Which is kind of cool. Like, it, it does kind of look like a costume I could have bought at iParty or sure, whatever.
1: I, I, I hear you. I hear uh, we have to wait to see it in action, of course. Right. Um, here's what she looks like as Kara uh, Danvers, her, her female Clark Kent. Uh, you were saying she was kind of mousy.
2: Yeah, and she looks mousy as she heck. She does here. look mousy, but she also looks adorable. And it, this is supposed to be a mousy look. This is supposed to be her being mousier. I don't want her to look mousy as Supergirl. I
1: like the fact that they didn't go with a, a knockout model type for Supergirl. Though. Yeah,
2: she is beautiful in her in the kind of look that she yeah. rocks. She what do really you think is. of the
1: physical look, Johnny, of Supergirl? Like you know, because clearly it's not. you are not going for blonde bomb, bombshell. Kind yeah, of. why
0: would you? I, I don't want that. I want to pursue Well, in the comics, to. that's
1: how she's often portrayed. It's just like busty, blonde,
0: that's no waistline. I, but in, in live action, I think you want a character you can relate to. So look at her. Obviously, she works at a newspaper. You know? yeah. <laughs>
2: Earlier on, when we talked about her being cast as Claire Holt, potentially, that was more classic what she would look like, who obviously was the right. actress from Vampire Diaries Originals. Um, she was on Pretty Little Liars, too. But she was like this blonde, more sexy kind of look. And this is. A cuter thing. Oh, I don't know. You guys are mad med- down. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm totally down look? for it. It's CBS. Uh, They're
1: not going to be that serious. Supergirl is coming this fall, guys, so it's going to be here before we know. I probably, uh, You'll probably see some of this at Comic-Con, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. And You're going to see a lot of Supergirl presence at Comic-Con, much like we saw Gotham last year was dominating a lot of Comic-Con. I think Supergirl's going to be big there this and year. And I do
2: want to say that, because I don't know if I've made it clear, that I am so incredibly excited for this show. Yes. And I hope she blows me away. And so far, she's been a great actress in everything she's been in. So, uh,
1: In other uh, Berlanti uh, DC stuff, uh, Flash will be back in a couple of weeks and beginning the end of its uh, first season. So
2: this week, it'll be back the 17th. Is it the 17th? Yeah, it's back oh, the 17th. Right. Oh, right. Tuesday.
1: So it's coming back soon. And we saw, there's been a trailer on where we see the first uh, images of the trickster with Mark Hamill. But what's, what's really interesting yeah. is that they showed images of him in his trickster costume from the 90s. That blew my brains out. Yeah,
2: and it seemed like he's relating <laughs> it to them. Like he's back, and he was there. Are they? Are they tying this in? I just, it's
0: just—it's so weird I mean, it was obviously- a great teaser, and the fact that they were even spelling out like kind of what you're going to look for each week. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: Exactly. The and also Liam McIntyre as the weather wizard, as yeah, the other, which was so cool, very cool. And
2: then of course we had him naming him. You might call him Weather Wizard Cisco. Been, and I was like, ah. Oh, and Cisco so
1: that. yeah, I've been I've been waiting to do that since week one.
2: Yeah. That, you and know, I was like, I've been waiting for you see, to do that.
1: That's what I like about Flash is they use the humor right. They're self-referential just enough. I, I, you know, and that's that show is knocking it out of the park. And, uh, oh,
2: it, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Um, so, we're also getting hints about the uh, the new CW show, which is going to be the superhero spin off show. Yeah. Uh, now, we've already said that we're probably going to see the Adam on the show. We're going to see Firestorm on the show. And there's been talk about three superheroes not seen before. Uh, and then there was an article out that was speculating as to what these uh, characters could be. Uh, and some of the uh, speculation are um, the um, Rip Hunter.
0: The Traveler.
1: This guy, well, they, there was a character described as a time traveler, described in the character breakdown as a traveler. Uh, so people were suspecting possibly Rick Hunter, possibly Booster Gold, but they also alluded to the fact that these characters would never have appeared on TV before. Yeah. And we know Booster Gold has.
0: Right. Um, so that's one. They're describing him as a Han Solo type full of secrets and sarcasm. Yes.
1: <laughs> Martial artist time traveling. That seems like the kind of thing that you could pull off on a CW budget and make it look pretty cool.
2: Well... Uh, Yeah, on a CW budget, uh, which has now means something different than it used to mean. Now their budgets are getting bigger and bigger because their shows are blowing up. And the
1: shows look a lot better than they used to look. Oh, my God.
2: What's the second character?
1: Uh, The second character uh, is, uh, again, this is just supposition. None of this is confirmed, but but one of the characters is described as a Latina female. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yolanda Montez is an interesting character that's had many different incarnations. As you know, with DC, a lot of the same name... Has meant different things on different Earths in different different multiverses, um, but uh, she is she has appeared as the nephew uh, as the niece rather of Ted Grant who is Wildcat Wildcat Ted Grant at least has been a big character on The Arrow the guy that owns the gym yeah so Roxy would you speak to that at all to that
2: character I so, mean to Wildcat so to Grant I wonder what his part well, I don't want to give anything away to people who haven't been watching but that character might not have. The, the best outcome on the show Arrow. So I don't really know. And then at what time place is this taking place? Is it afterwards? Is it during the same exact timeline? You would think so, so they could do crossovers.
1: So you're saying this could be an interesting time for his, his niece, niece to come like, into town. Some sort of mourning. or some,
2: Right, absolutely. But like she wants to come back. I mean, that's what we keep seeing on Arrow. People need reasons to decide to start fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's usually a death in the family of some sort. Death in the family. So so
0: nice,
1: nice nice, DC reference there. And the way
0: they're describing this female warrior is she's Latina and socially awkward, but at night a threat to others. Ooh,
1: I like my threats to others to be socially awkward during the day. But at night. She gonna get up in an A. The last one that is being supposed is described as an African-American character that many people are suspecting might be static. Now, I've seen the, the TV show Static Shock. And I know this is a character that is not like DC canon originally this was another acquisition kind of like Shazam but has since been incorporated into the DC universe. So
2: do you feel like it would be a smart move to further incorporate the character or do you think oh. that because there isn't that much of an audience? No, character-
1: no, I definitely think so because people know the show Static Shock. They right. know the character. This is a character that has familiarity um, and I again electromagnetic powers this would totally fit in this world. Okay. I love this idea. This spin-off show because part of what I hate is, is the feeling that like you've got a story to tell and you stretch it out over 23 episodes with all this unnecessary side stories. I want to see stories yeah. contained into two or three episodes. I think that is so cool, like a mini-superhero oh, anthology okay. show. Yeah, like mini-series That's in a way. the idea. There's going to be yeah. team-ups that occur over a couple of episodes. What do you guys think about that? that? That has not been done before. Keep you
2: invested, yeah. It's, like it's made-for-TV way- movies, almost. Right,
1: and it's a way that we can avoid superhero fatigue because if it's all taking place in one show, and we're just like recycling. Who's going to appear here? And you could try out characters for the
0: first it time. Would, it would probably up the budget a little bit, but like you said, the shows are doing so well, I don't think it's an issue anymore. Well, and so.
2: also, I heard that there's... They're making these shows, even though they are doing well and they do have larger budgets, they're making them for really cheap, which is bizarre Listen to me. Listen to
0: what it also does
1: for the budget, though, is if, um, if an actor is a series regular, um, they get paid more than they do if they're reoccurring. Oh, of course. So... The characters, like, the sucks for the actors. Oh, I know where you're going with that. But the actors would be all recurring. Nobody is a serious regular on
0: this show. And no one's going to say no to playing a superhero, even if it's only three episodes. Nobody's
1: saying no. Yep. So I'm really psyched for this one. Um,
2: Well, especially if it's only three episodes, because actors are so busy nowadays, maybe they just want a little... Little superhero on their life.
1: <laughs> I'm available. LaQuesta <laughs> La was available. Uh, moving over to Fox, uh, uh, Fox's corner of the DC universe. This is interesting, baffling. Uh, in an interview uh, on today, uh, or uh, excuse me, in an interview with on live with Kelly and Michael. Kelly and Michael. Jada Pinkett announced that she won't be returning for season two. Um, Kinda. She said, "I don't think so. No, I signed for a year, and the year's up." And then she also said, there's some great things ahead on Gotham. Uh, Believe you me, there's a lot of good stuff coming.
0: I don't like... What's going on here? I don't like how she... If this is true, and this could be a swerve, I don't like the fact she's like, no, I'm not coming back. Spoiler alert. Don't... What are you going to say that for?
2: All right. Here's my big... Yes, but here's my bigger issue. You introduce this character that is not part of the DCU. Right. Fish. We don't know who this is. We, we've never seen her before. Only people, her friends call her fish. This, yeah, And I'm one of them. Okay. People are confused. People are thinking, why did we choose her? Why couldn't we have picked somebody else? Everybody, or most of the people I talked to at least and saw on the blogs, whatever, people really weren't liking her. And now, finally, they're getting some people to like her. There's some following because she gouges her own freaking eye out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, this woman is crazy. And then they kill her off? What? She could be, just be, you know... That would just be Swerve so bizarre to work, make us work so hard to actually accept a character.
1: What do you guys think? Yay or nay on fish? Does well, she
0: live or die? I will say this. I enjoyed the heck out of Gotham this week. The okay. way it played in at the end where Cobblepot... And, uh, and Falcone were actually in cahoots the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Really, really like that, and I'm looking forward to seeing where things lead us was to that a, Was
1: that a repeat? Because it wasn't a new one uh, this no. week. It yeah, yeah there was no... That, that, was a, that was a repeat, probably, right?
0: My DVR recorded it. Uh, I didn't get last week's, so, okay. so maybe yeah, it was last week. It's
1: actually on hiatus right now, so I know what you're April
0: talking 13. about. Until April, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I, I just, nobody else thinks that's bizarre, that she would be there for Here's one a season? Here's what I think.
1: If, if they're going to kill her, I think great... I would love to see her die because I would love to see a major character that has made it the whole season die It helps to elevate the Cobblepot character if he's the one that kills her. Now, if she's going to die and then she goes on national television and says that she won't be back next season, I want to smack her across the face. Yeah, because Because now I know. Okay. But, and then she's like, oh, but there's a lot of good stuff still coming. So, so what do you guys think? I don't know what to make of that. Like, unless she's just trying to negotiate, and maybe she thought she would be back next year, and maybe because she's not so popular, maybe the producers are like, "Well, we don't know if we're bringing you back next year." So she's going on national television to test the waters and being like, "My contract was for a year; the year's up."
2: Something was up here. I think that this was a very calculated comment. She went, and I'm not saying that in a negative way because I think she's probably very smart, and there's something she's trying to do.
1: Best case scenario. Well. Best case scenario. For this comment is that she dies. She says she's not coming back. If she dies, but she comes. She back. dies. She dies. She dies. Rocky Four, excellent.
0: And if uh, if they could teach uh, Jim Gordon's girlfriend how to cry on camera, that would be great too.
1: Which one? The, uh, the blonde. The blonde.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, but, well, I will say also. So pretty though. So pretty. so pretty. I
2: I will be. I don't know if I love her character yet, so I'm not going to be devastated. If you want to be happy die.
1: for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. If you want to be happy for the rest of your days. Stay right. single. Is that yes. what
0: it is? Right. I lo- I really enjoyed this week's episode though. I'm looking Sing forward it, to Adam. uh to seeing <laughs> April thirteenth, twenty fifteen. Um (laughs) Okay, also in Gotham news,
1: uh, Lucius Fox, which is a character, of course, made popular by Morgan Freeman uh, in the Dark Knight films, and let's be honest, you know, both Arrow and Gotham are very influenced by the Nolan Batman films, we will be coming to Gotham. I think it's this season. Now, I know this is a character that's actually been around since the 70s, but we all know him from uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's portrayal.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's very talented. He's a very talented he's a, he's guy. He was great right on Homeland, really and he was amazing fit. in Newsroom and Homeland. Yes, uh, Newsroom as well. He, he's awesome. So I think that this would be really a really strong cast. Chris choice. Chalk
1: is the actor's name. Yeah. Excuse me, Chris
0: Chalk. He's a really is the good fit name. to be the CEO. It's going to be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and so, I like the character, and I like bringing somebody else on. Uh I think it, it's smart. Is this
1: character going to be an ally to Young Bruce, who's trying to get involved in this company right now, but the board is kind of like, "Why is this?" Twelve-year-old telling us what to do. Yes,
2: yes. I, of the entire board, he's going to be the person who's there helping him out, which I think he really needs right now. Because I feel bad for poor little Bruce.
1: I know. Well, you know, and it's a great relationship that uh, Lucius and Wayne have in Look the Nolan Batman films. What a fit! And yeah. I love that we're going to get to see the origin of that relationship on Gotham. Yeah, that's a great, great potential thing. Here's an interesting fact. You know, Lucius Fox was created by Len Wein, mm-hmm. the same guy that created Wolverine. Hmm. Okay? And Len Wein has said that he's made more money from the Lucius Box character than the Wolverine How characters. How is that possible? Just because of the way that creators are compensated. Because the creators don't own those characters at all. The comic book companies that own the characters. That is so strange. And what's crazy about it is that Marvel, as as uh, as litigious as they were with the ownership of their characters, couldn't hold on to their properties and had to sell everything off in the 90s and sold Spider-Man for $7 million and now is only beginning to acquire their, their franchises back. Yeah. And yet they couldn't compensate these these comic book guys that were just like writers, you know, like if they would have kept them happy, who knows what would have happened. Maybe they wouldn't have lost a lot of their ta- talent in the 90s and they would have started making their own movies. They should do a what-if comic about what if Marvel paid their creators better?
2: So does that mean that DC <laughs> historically has done a better job keeping their workers happy? Actually, not true. Because uh, <laughs>
1: Joel Schuster and Jerry Siegel were famously uh, very poor. The men who created Superman, and uh, it was actually hmm. who is it? Uh, was it uh, not Denny O'Neill? But it was uh, his. Uh, oh God, he was just on Comic Book Manicup. Neil Adams. Oh. Neil Adams famously uh, took up the legal fight for Schuster. And uh, Siegel, and then they finally were at least credited and compensated somewhat in their later days. So, mm. no, comic book companies Better have been screwing never.
0: the talent, yeah. for years. You could say that about just about any form of entertainment, really. Well, I, I, I mean, not, and he did not the world of porn certainly. So that, that's, uh, that's already assumed. Yeah, I, exactly. but now you have
2: to use condoms and L- everything's gone. So tight. Lauren
0: German oh, <laughs> is going to be playing the female lead in the Fox pilot for Lucifer, and she is Lucifer. fine. Speaking of hot,
1: okay, not only is she going to be on a show about Lucifer, the Lord of Hades, yeah, but she comes from a show called Chicago Fire. Yeah, exactly. she's
0: like the TV Margot Robbie, and she was in Hawaii Five a couple years prior to. and she plays Do you a, play? a very warm comet.
2: Mm-hmm. kind of you think she looks like Margot Robbie yeah she's I don't got think like that giant head yeah,
1: and like I don't find her chops ticuns. to
2: be like well, Margot Robbie she's,
1: oh she's, she's uh, not, I'm not speaking about her acting uh, here I've never
0: uh, seen Chicago Fire there's okay. also a big difference in age between Margot Robbie and her she's actually older than she she's 36, 36. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wow. She looks like she could actually play a high school student. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not saying that about... She's gorgeous, but she's she just looks very young. She's
1: really hot and does kind of look like an alien in the sweetest, sexiest way. Right. Oh, totally. because well, she that
2: tiny body, big head, bobblehead thing going on that makes yeah. her look alien sexy. Totally. Uh-huh. The story um, to this
0: is interesting. She's going to be playing an LAPD homicide detective who is repulsed, yet fascinated uh, by Lucifer as they work together to yeah. solve murder. So but apparently Lucifer's deal is he's so bored being... Okay, in the comics, he's basically left hell to other people to run.
1: At least in the few issues that I've read of Lucifer, he, uh yeah, he's in L.A., and it's sort of like a, a a film noir mystery, where he's got things that he has to deal with. He's still Lucifer, he's still got juice, but he doesn't run hell anymore. He's, like, retired to go, like, run
0: nightclubs. And he wants to figure out murders, and he decides to help the L.A.P.D. I don't know if I like that, or if... Exactly, it sounds this like... Is,
2: I think that you predicted this a couple weeks ago, that this is exactly where the show was gonna go.
1: Like, a procedural? Like, it's yeah. gonna be a procedural? Well, it seems to be, like, what they do. Like, it's gonna be, like, a Sleepy Hollow, and it's actually directed by Len Wiseman, who produced Sleepy
2: Hollow, at least in the beginning. Right, we t- for the first season, which... According to Stephen, so what do you guys strong. think about
0: this? I think there's going to have to be some humor humor involved. How do you not crack the occasional joke or two about how Satan is now oh, helping Lucifer's, out the
1: cops? Yeah, Lucifer's super charming.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so this is loosely
1: based on the um, the epic poem Paradise Lost from like the 1600s or something like that. That's all about like Lucifer coming down, you know, getting ousted from hell and like Adam and Eve and like the original sin and all that stuff. That's where like the idea was spawned. Here's the thing. I think this could be an amazing film. Um film, you could, mean, an amazing story. Show. Sh- no. I'm worried that it could be a crappy show. Oh. Uh, it's a great story. I'm just why worried. Why you don't
2: that think if, you can flush enough out of it? If it just falls into that tropey,
1: police procedurally.
0: That's what it sounds Too
1: like. much. I mean, and also, it's the devil, and it's hell, and I want to see, like, really nasty things, and I want to see uh, naked people and swearing and all that. We like, know you do. I want to see this on, like, a serious cable channel. So, Law and I Order, Satan v. U. Yeah, or an FX kind of thing. Law and Order, Satan v. U. Sign me up. What do you guys think? Are you guys excited for Lucifer? Do you think it'll be good? Do you think, uh, well, are we, we going to hear anything about that Joseph Gordon-Levitt Sandman movie? I haven't heard about that in a while. We, yeah. we may never
0: see Lucifer if it doesn't get picked up. So, Right, it's
1: a pilot. But it seems like every DC pilot uh, gets picked up the series pretty, pretty yeah. quickly. As
2: network right now, you have to be kind of silly to not pick it up, I would think.
1: Mm. Um, okay, so moving on to the animated world uh, really quickly. Uh, there is a new clip online if you see uh, another great show DC uh, DC All Access hosted by Tiffany Smith and that other dude. Uh, they did a great article with uh, d- a great interview with director Jay Olivia who directed The Dark Knight Returns and he's directed a lot of the DC animated films and there's a clip online of, of Batman going uh, toe-to-toe with the Court of Owls. Looks really cool. My favorite thing about this project is that it's written by J.M. DeMatteis who wrote uh, my favorite Spider-Man story of all time, Craven Las- Craven's Last Hunt. Um, I know Johnny's favorite is uh, who's playing the doll maker
0: oh weird Al Yankovic (laughs) hell yeah that's gonna be really
1: cool Uh, did you get a chance to see the clip Roxy
2: yeah I did I watched it Uh, I I watched the entire thing and I thought that it looked fine what what do you think (laughs) you guys know (laughs) what looks less than fine for me uh I, I don't even know how to put my finger on it. But I, as you guys know to be animation and do this, you have to blow my mind. Blow your brains out? Yeah, you have to. You'd have to blow my brains Literally. out. Uh, Literally. <laughs> and it just didn't do it for me. I think it looked better than some.
1: I think. I don't love the look of Batman with the chin guard thing.
2: Oh, you just didn't like his look.
1: That's the only thing that I didn't like. I think it looks... I'm excited. I really enjoy these movies for what they are. Yeah. They're, you know, about an hour long. It's great to see a lot of these newer characters in animated films. I just don't like the chin guard on Batman. It's a design thing. There have been lots of iterations of Bats... That's one that I'm not a fan of. What do you guys do you guys like that chin guardy
2: it, kind of it thing?
0: Really doesn't bother me at all. I'm excited the fact that Dollmaker's is going to be involved, and that not, is cool. not just that Weird Al's doing the VO. I, want, I just like the character. I wish
2: you guys could get me excited for this. I want to be excited for this. And the guy's name, by the way, that does it with Tiffany is Jason. I, I can't think of his last name. Okay, right
1: now. cool. I'm sorry, Jason. Uh, <laughs> come on our show. Let's have like a DC uh, team up show. Boom,
2: guys, pitch it to me. Like I don't know. Um, you're gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> of course, that I'm gonna says, watch it. I don't it.
1: know. Son of Batman was not my favorite and this is kind of and a continuation of that yeah I don't love this whole Damian Wayne business I liked my Batman Bruce Wayne as a sure. swinging bachelor I'm with you throwing him with a kid it's one thing if to have a, a Dick Grayson it's one thing to have a ward with no blood relations and another some this little punk calling you hey daddy daddy and then in the comics now he's got superpowers I don't know it's weird um uh, uh, let's see Infinite Crisis game is coming to Steam it's online you can play the beta right now uh, the best thing about this if you watch the trailer for the Infinite Crisis game there is so much ass kicking with Doomsday that happens and I hope that Doomsday is not really a big part of Batman v Superman. Do you guys think he will be?
2: Uh, Yeah. yeah you do? do yeah. You think he's going to be the main threat? I think there's big potential. That, I, I'm not positive but I think that there is a lot of potential I feel, but I really wouldn't mind that. How come you would have a problem with that? Because I really want to see that
1: in like a separate Man of Steel movie after the Justice League movies. Mm. I, that's when I want to see the death of Superman or, or Doomsday at least dealt with when we have the other characters that could come in and make cameos. That's just my feeling. I, 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 I would, be cool with seeing the doomsday project seeing some of Zod's uh, being cloned even if he's got like some calcified horns or something that would be an easter egg or even just an intimation if you will of what doomsday could someday be you don't want to be in the main I don't want to be in the main thing because Mm -hmm. you have so much exposition to do in this film then it's like, oh, Doomsday's loose. I guess we got to team up and it, it kick set,
0: his butt. It's setting the tone. That's that's the thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, they definitely need to team up to kick somebody's, somebody's butt. Somebody's
0: butt does need kicking, so whose will it be? Well, we could talk about another villain. I know one of the questions. I think we're about to get to him. Okay.
1: Uh, real quickly, I just wanted to uh, address in the comics right now, starting in June, uh, the, the, the team that's been with the Batman since New 52 began, uh, Capullo and Snyder, they are continuing. I think we're losing the New 52 moniker, but yeah. we're moving on with the same number. Batman's got a crazy new look. Check it out. Wow. Um, Bat Chappie? What do you guys think? Chappie's bombing at the box office, and then they designed Batman to look exactly like Chappie. Robobat. Yeah. Um, Played by Joel Kinnery. Very, very weird. What? Uh, What do you guys think? Uh, Basically, there's an interesting quote. Um, Scott Snyder said, I'm not going to spoil it specifically, but I can tell you unequivocally, it is the boldest, weirdest, Biggest thing we've tried on the book. I'm not being hyperbolic. You'll see it and you'll be like, yo, I can't believe they're doing that. Yeah. So, no, we've seen other people <laughs> In become that Batman. Voice? Is
2: that what you're going to do it like? Like what? Like, I can't believe they're dying. I that? can't
1: believe they're doing that. Like the Californians. Like the Californians. Why are you. Batman, why do you look like a
2: robot? <laughs> I-, I mean. If, if this translated to the movies in some way, I think people in the chat are gonna be pissed because what, they like Ben Affleck's What about What about Superman?
0: Look how like he's going on. changing the oil. I mean, he's just like, yeah. Okay, so we don't know what, what
1: what what's going on with Batman look, but Wonder Woman and Superman are also getting new looks. Take a look at Superman's look. He looks kind of like Superboy from the nineties. So tall. Very tall. The legs
2: are just so long. But
1: the old, but the shirt is a nod to the Max Fleischer cartoons. Like that's what the original animated Superman looked like. So, what do you think he's d- ditching the cape and the tights? And he's just like he looks like. No, some, there's like, no that's way. Not gonna be the.
2: I, I don't think that that's the only for a little movie. while. Yeah, for a little bit. But there's there Capes will, in the things shop? will just add and yeah, add and his, add.
0: That's his weekend uh, barbecue gear. He's fine.
2: Oh, he's grilling on the weekends. Yeah. Oh. Look at him.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's a cool look. I like it. It'll be interesting to see if this ties into the, the solar flare business or anything. It looks very much like the, the superboy from The Young Justice.
2: He looks like the big dude that could be sitting next to me at the movies though. Like I, I need more.
1: All I know is
0: Where the hell do you sit next I to I promise the you
1: one big thing, dudes. loyal viewers. You're gonna see me in that shirt before the spring is through. Cause that is a badass. Sure, hundred percent. The, the, the yellow outline, black background,
0: and you're going to fill it out exactly
1: like that illustration. That's right. I'm getting no. I'm going to get a triple extra small. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like this baby short, It make me look like I have muscle, but I have no muscle. Just get one okay. of
2: those like muscle things. Uh, and
1: what about Wonder Woman's look, because Wonder Woman looks pretty. She beautiful. looks. This looks is the awesome. best look
0: of the three by far.
1: I agree.
2: I f- yeah, I feel like she just looks like she could. <clears throat> She's got a little retractable blade style, and I love the gold. And they're always. A trying to put her in pants.
0: The pants make sense. No. The boots look great. The shoulder gauntlets. Everything about that is phenomenal. I love yeah, it.
2: Yeah, it's practical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's I protective.
0: totally... It's protective of things. So, yeah.
1: So, very exciting week uh, in the world of DC. Let's go to some questions right now. A lot of exciting things in the comics. It's always interesting to see how that will tie back into the movies and the animated films uh, as DC sort of continues its unification, as DC moves out to California, and they're all under one roof in Burbank.
2: Okay. we
0: got to get to questions fast.
2: So, something that we're really liking is the fact that we are reaching out to people all over the place. And this is from somebody from Argentina. Argentina! Maximo Becco says... What up, man? Greetings and salutations from Argentina. I resettled, I recently discovered the show last week, and I've been doing a marathon of all the episodes, thank you, and I love it! My question for the show is, we know that Darkseid's going to show up in the DCCU, most likely in Justice League Part 2, and I was wondering who would you cast for the role? I would love to see Ron Perlman as the ruler of Apocalypse, and uh, and he would do an amazing job. What are your thoughts? P.S. Roxy, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best movie ever! I love you.
0: Be- Thanks, Becco. You had to put that last Massimo sentence in. Maxwell Becco, I love you. <laughs> uh, great choice, though, on Perlman. Uh, do you have any- I-, I have a couple ideas.
1: I, you know what? Once he said Ron Perlman, that's all you think of. That's all I can think of. Because let me tell you, I used to watch the CBS show Beauty and the Beast with Linda Hamilton, Ron Perlman. Uh, love him on Sons of Anarchy. Love him so as good. Hellboy. I so love good. me some Ron Perlman, mm. and I don't think we're getting a Hellboy three. And this is the kind of role that he's an older guy now. There's going to be a lot of CGI enhancement. I think it's a great choice. So I'm going to take our friend from Argentina.
2: Yeah, you know, it's got to be somebody who's very, very successful and well-known, I think. you're about to give me something good. Yeah, and I I said this briefly to you off air last week. I don't know if you remember, but Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, I think, would kick... But and Man, he's big enough so celebrity. And I don't know. Who cares? I don't ever oh. see
1: Bruce Willis. He just never seems like he could be that like sort of like Shakespearean disappearing. Like he's always like like a hard boiled New Yorkie, Chicagoy kind of
0: thing to me. Jersey. I just don't know if I see him as. Dark Willis Side. is very likable too. He is likable. Darkside's one of the most evil creations in you know, yeah <laughs> the history of history. You God. Know? Oh yeah, and, and big, big enough. Do you be... guys
1: think? Uh, we'll see Dark Side in Justice League like part one, part two. do you yeah. think they'll get they'll get there
2: that hell? Quick?
0: yeah, I think so. I think it's a great character to put in there
2: do you, well part one, part two are very different times, yeah, so part two, yes, part one mm-.
1: Yeah, I think maybe end of part one cliffhanger, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 kind of thing. Um, Boom tube, and I, that's what remember that was my whole idea of like I love the idea of the that's when the Green Lantern Corps gets involved and yeah. it's just like epic, epically huge. <laughs> the
0: the few options that I have here, I actually found this interesting. Originally, Darkseid' his face was modeled after Jack Palance. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, which I found very, very. It, Intriguing. It is a kind of wrinkly, cracked face. Yeah, and so so I'm thinking about that. And then, of course, you know, Darkseid has almost like, and they they said they modeled his personality kind of after Hitler and you know the whole regime he had going on. Another so, very
1: popular evil person.
0: Absolutely. So I'm the three I came up with. And I'm not saying they're better than any of these guys: uh John Malkovich, uh, Christoph Waltz, or Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell's oh. terrifying in Saw. Yeah,
2: yeah, that Tobin Bell's a good Bell one. is terrifying. You know, they're all a little. Older, I like Malkovich
0: too. Mm. Yeah. We got another question.
2: Uh, yeah, people aren't agreeing with my Willis, but I'm just going to stick with it. Anyway. <laughs> stick
1: with it, Ross. Um, be
2: strong. <laughs> okay, uh, this is coming from at kunali underscore b91. Uh-huh. Uh, does it upset slash annoy you that DC can't make their own films? I would prefer if WB w- set DC up with its own studio.
1: You know, uh, it- Warner Brothers acquired DC so long ago that, that I feel
2: like they have a grasp on them.
1: It, well, it's not just that; it's just like that's. It's not even like an issue of like setting them free. Like they've owned it so long right. now, it, it, it's it's almost like you, there's not an entity there to really separate.
2: It's like synonymous. I that's. I feel like every time I say. Warner Brothers DC, you know, it's not like Marvel where people are bouncing around and all over the place. I hear
1: what you're saying, though, because at least, you know, say what you will about Marvel, uh, at least, you know, Fox can be developing something while while Marvel's developing something. You can have more things and develop it and more points of view. Everything DC, for the most part, with the exception of like the Vertigo kind of stuff, maybe Sandman, things like that, are going to have that same, it's going to be in the same world. But I think that's a good thing. I mean, if they do it
0: well, that's what I'm looking forward to. Boom.
2: Okay, cool. Moving on. We got
0: one more, and then we got to bounce.
2: Well, this one was just funny then. From Tanner Wood, Dr. Ghetto Batman says, Who would win the fight, Batman or an actual bat? I just said that so I could see smoke coming out of Adam's ears.
1: Well, it's, it's a terrible <laughs> question because, I mean, you know, what kind of bat are you talking about? I mean, like, there's the uh, the, the, the the African uh, flounce bat. Are we talking about uh, a what domestic? About the bat in Ace Ventura, too? Is there guano bowls involved? Exactly. There could be guano bowls uh uh, you know, is Man Bat an actual bat? Because he's a Man Bat. Because Batman versus Man. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Can it, Batman a use question. a batarang? This question has blown my brains out.
2: How many bats are coming? If there's multiple bats, yeah, swarm of bats, bats. Yeah. or a one-on-one bat? Thing is it a gaggle of bats?
1: Is the, yeah, it? Yeah, could be a gaggle of bats.
0: You need they in gaggles? <sighs> I've heard. I don't know. I'm gonna need the week to think of this they question. Can't, they can't see for shit though.
1: Um, we, we, guys, if you're following us. You know, tweet with the hashtag D C Movie News at the Popcorn Talk. Yeah. Is that our
2: thing? Yeah, we're at the Popcorn Talk and you can also find us at D C Movies SK. Yes. Um, and if you do tweet from at the the Popcorn Talk then they will retweet you which is really cool so make sure you tweet out our link yes hashtag
0: DC Movie News our link Popcorn Talk link they'll retweet you bada boom
2: that's guaranteed retweetage yeah who
1: else is offering that kind of twatage tweetage so thank you so much once again for DC
2: Movie News I'm Adam Gertler you can find me online uh, at Adam Gertler I'm Roxy Stryer you can find me at Roxy Stryer and don't forget to check out our Facebook page too and on iTunes and on YouTube and make sure you give us that thumbs up that five stars whatever you can and comment we love hearing what you guys have to say you're the best Uh,
0: at Jay Quasto, I'm headlining the Bray Improv this Wednesday March 18th. if you live in Southern California please come out and also stand up Scottsdale April 2nd to 5th so if you're in Arizona hit me up and I'd love to see you that's all I got bring in April with some comedy from Johnny I hear he's pretty funny alright we'll see you next time